It's interesting when you're saying that. I mean, like, I know that <clears throat> as an actor, obviously, just the industry, like, you had to deal with just rejection, just day in, day out, day in, day out, day in, day out. Like, do you feel that experience was, in hindsight, was that was that an empowering or a disempowering for you? Because on the, I mean, it obviously seems like obviously just disempowering, like being told. But but did that just build up just like this bulletproof, like you know, ness? Or how how was that for you looking back? Ah, uh, so I really appreciate that you ask about hindsight on that because that's that 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 hindsight perspective is really helped now. Yeah. When I was in that business, I was not mature enough to handle it. I couldn't handle all of the rejection. It was too much. And that's one of the reasons that I left the business. Now, at the time, that's not why I left. I mean, not if you asked me why I left. <laughs> but now, when I look back and I'm older and I've achieved uh, a few things in the industry that I'm in, I feel much more comfortably being honest about the fact that I could not stand getting rejected. I just couldn't do it. It's just, it was impossible for me to deal with on a daily basis. I just didn't think I would. I went to graduate school at NYU. I did, you know, one of the best uh, MFA programs in the country. I was, I had some hair then, so I was, I was okay looking, you know, and I was decently talented. I thought they're going to be begging me to work when, as soon as I walk out of the door at, at, at grad school. And that's not exactly how it works. <laughs> You know, I did, I mean, I did have a modicum of success. I did, you know, a lot of the shows that most people know, but, you know, at that time, but it was, it, it was just, I couldn't handle it. Now, now it helps because now I know that if I give up on something that I, I really want, the only person that it hurts is me. That's it. And I really don't care that much about what others think at this point. You know, like if you get off this interview and you're like, ah, I hate that guy. <laughs> you're fine, Duncan. Sorry. You know, I'm not going to the rest of the day be like, Duncan doesn't like me. <laughs> oh my God, I don't know what to do. I'm just not going to do it because it's just a waste of time. So, so that's helped me now uh, go after the things I want more passionately and more assertively, not to pretend that I don't care. So I remember there was a, I was testing for the, for the lead role in kiss the girls opposite Morgan Freeman. It's kind of a big role. And it was for the cop who was actually the killer, which is perfect for me because I look like a cop and a serial killer. So tick, it tick, it was, perfect. Tick, tick, got it. Cop, serial killer, done. I always joke. That's why I smile a lot. Cause if I don't, I look like a serial killer with the bald head. So, um, so, yeah, so I went in there and I remember, I remember people were like, well, you must be so pumped. That's a huge role you're going for. I'm like, yeah, and it's okay. You know what? It's not, I don't really love the script. So if I don't get it, it's not a big deal. If I, like, if I heard myself at that, I just slap myself. Such bullshit. Such bullshit. So, but this way, if I didn't get it, you know, I can be like, I save face. Well, I didn't really love the, I mean, I told you I didn't really want it that much. It wasn't that great a script. It's such bullshit. Uh, uh, and it just didn't hurt as much to me if I, if I pretended that I didn't really want it. And I didn't recognize that's what I was doing at the time, but I recognize it now. So I think that if we really want to do big things, we've got to be really open about how much we want it. We got to, you know, tell the world because it'll make us also work harder to go get it. Absolutely. So I think that 
I'm not sure what the heck I was answering, but, but <laughs> rejection day in, day out. Like. Yeah. So it definitely helped. Now, the thing is, this is that I think we, you, you mentioned armor. I think I write about this in the book too, in steal the show, this idea that we often wrap ourselves up in layers of persona, not personality, persona, the idea of who we are supposed to be. Gotcha. And we think that's going to protect us. That armor to me is just parchment. Like I can poke right through that. And the reason that you often hurt when you don't get what you want is because you've put on this armor that you think is going to protect you. And then, you know, people just poke right through it. You go, oh, 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 you know, it's, it's uncomfortable. So, but I think the strongest, um, the strongest, honest way of being is not wearing armor. Because, you know, if you believe in yourself and what you're doing, then your core is what's strong. And I don't mean a six-pack strong. I mean, nobody can take away from you who you are, what you believe, what you want. Nobody can take that from you. They can say no to you, but they can't take it from you. So you don't need armor. But if you have armor, nobody can get to you and you can't get out of it. You're constrained by what's protecting you. So your core, your strength, what you have to offer, it doesn't get out. So yeah. you're trapped. You're trapped. 